so my name is Gareth. I'm uh, part of the clergy team here, and uh, I kind of lead a 6.30 team, which we'll hear a little bit more about in a few uh, moments. So over the course of this term, we've just had three weeks in January where we've looked at the virtues of faith, hope, and love. And next week, we're going to get back to part two of our series going through Mark's gospel. And that is going to take us all the way up to uh, Easter. But we had a week in between those two series, and we thought this was a bit of an opportune moment. Uh, It was an opportune moment to... Uh, spend a little bit more time uh, doing things a bit differently to reflect on what kind of community we want to be at 6.30 and the kind of culture that we want to create. And so this is now going to be a very very short talk. We just want to give a glimpse of a little bit of where we feel God is leading us as a 6.30 community. This isn't um, a big vision talk. I don't have... Uh, any graphs or Venn diagrams. Uh, I don't have any, um, any phrases that stay or anything like that. This is just a little picture uh, that we feel that God has given us. You've heard reference already tonight to the fact that we have a 6.30 steering team. Some of you may know that. Some of, for some, that might be news. Uh, it's not a mysterious or, or particularly a elite squad of people, but rather it's a great group of people from within the congregation, and we uh, meet together to chat about all things 6.30, but also to pray and to discern what we think God is telling us and where we think God is leading us as a community. Um, but in the interest of, uh, of you knowing, I wonder if members of the 6.30 steering team might just uh, stand. Go up. Don't, don't be shy. Uh, so there you go. Uh, the one missing member is Alison Fletcher, who's away this week, who preaches sometimes. Uh, thanks, team. Sit down. Um, and... What I want to do is share something, uh, some one major theme that has emerged um, in some of our uh, thinking, our chatting, and our praying uh, over the last several months. But before I do that, before I give that very uh, brief glimpse, uh, I think it is worth saying, and I really want to give the caveat, that what we're sharing, and when we think about our culture and our vision as a 630 community, we do so within the bigger picture, within a bigger picture. We do so firstly, and I know if, um, if there's, there's some slides, if you want to go to the second, uh, go back one. Um, we do so within the bigger picture of God's church in the city. Actually, we're part of a citywide prayer movement, the vision of which is to see Christ Church united, God's power released, and our city blessed. So what we do here is part of that bigger citywide unified church vision. We are a Church of England church, and so as a 6.30 community, we're a congregation within a church within what's called the Diocese of Sutherland, Nottingham. And what that means is that we are part of a group of 320 churches across Nottinghamshire that are part of this even bigger family called the Church of England. And the diocese has a vision which is about growing disciples wider. In other words, seeing more and more people come to follow Jesus for the first time. Growing disciples who are younger, as in investing in leaders, specifically those aged around 16 to 30. But also there's a vision for growing disciples deeper. In other words, going into greater depth 
for long-lasting faith that will help us last the journey of life. So we're part of that story, but also as a 630 community, we are part of the bigger picture of the vision that God has for us as a St. Nick's whole church family. As you heard, we meet as three, commu- three congregations, 9 o'clock, 10.30, and 6.30. And um, particularly after Easter, um, Steve is going to lead us uh, as we think about renewing and refreshing our vision for a whole church. Um, and you'll probably hear some glimpses about that along the way, at the weekend away, and maybe at the APCM as well. So what I want to show is just a picture of something we feel God has laid on our heart as a 630 steering team. But actually, I think it not only fits in really well with what Steve is going to share about the whole church, but actually I think it fits in really quite beautifully and quite neatly with this diocesan, this big family of churches vision in which we're a part of as well. And so, um, if you can move to the next slide, that'd be great. Um, About two, three months ago, we met as a group um, to uh, seek God together, to have a day of praying, of chatting, and of discerning what it is that God is calling us to, particularly as a 6.30 community. And loads of exciting things came up. We got excited about the idea of growing as a community, about having baptisms, about having new people come to faith. We talked about creating a safe space where we can simultaneously have amazing encounters with God, but where it is a safe space to come even when we feel broken and not necessarily up for worshipping. We also talked about growing as a more diverse community. Loads of great stuff came out, but there was one word, one word which you might just be able to spot if you look really, really closely and you squint very effectively, um, that's in the middle of that page, which is the word depth. That's the word depth. And what we felt like God was calling us to as a community was to enter into greater depth. And of course, that's something, again, as all of St. Nick's, we would long to do. But I think it resonates with us as a 6.30 community in a couple of ways. One, as a congregation, when we come together, we are blessed with the fact that we have a bit more time than maybe we do at any other service in order to really seek God and respond to him. We have a bit more time. But also, um, although it is very important to me, and I think it's very important to all of us, that 6.30 is not either a student or a young adult service, we are a congregation where there is a big number of us that are aged, let's say, 16 to 30-something. There is a particularly high proportion of people in that age bracket amongst us here tonight. And if you look around, that kind of plays out. And so it felt to us like what we're called to do, the kind of culture we're called to create at 6.30, is a culture in which people can create and cultivate deep roots, deep roots to enable faith that lasts a lifetime. So although we want to seek God and encounter him, sometimes in surprising or dramatic or exciting ways, Our heart for this congregation, for this community, and even just for when we meet together, is not that we're going to have an emotional experience or that we're going to be able to necessarily respond in dramatic ways, but actually that this is part of a process of laying down foundations which are going to enable you to love Jesus more and more day by day uh, so that 
when it comes to the end, you will finish the race well and you will fight the good fight because actually you have dug deep roots. And Claire shared with us this picture. I think it's of a tree in Croatia, is it? And it's this amazing image of a tree that is being absolutely bombarded by either flood water or river water, and yet it is staying firm because it is deeply rooted. And that brings us to this, these verses we just heard read out from Psalm 1, which Kez shared with us uh, from the front last week. Blessed is the one who does not walk in step with the wicked or stand in the way that sinners take or sit in the company of mockers, but whose delight is in the law of the Lord and who meditates on his law day and night. That person is like a tree planted by streams of water which yields its fruit in season and whose leaf does not wither. Whatever they do prospers. I would love for 6.30 as a gathering and as a community to be the kind of place where we, uh, uh, we create people that are like trees planted, deeply rooted in God's word, deeply rooted in God's community, so that when we face the challenges of life, because sometimes life will kick you in the soul, when we face those times, we are not drawing on reserves of simply emotional experiences, but rather we're deeply rooted in the truth of who we are in Christ. What does it mean to be part of that kind of community? What does it mean to be like that? Well, we're going to hear, uh, after we have communion together, uh, some stories of how God is beginning that process and continuing that process in people's lives. Uh, of stories of new faith, of stories of calling, and of stories of uh, how faith has endured through different seasons. But I just want to give one picture to illustrate what I think this means and what I think this looks like, which I think I've shared at 10.30 before, um, but I think is relevant. I used to have a, a friend and mentor and tutor called Richard, and Richard uh, was a Bible teacher. In fact, if you came to Vintage about two years ago, Richard did the Bible teaching. Uh, he did three, four hours on the book of Numbers, and remarkably, we all enjoyed it, so it was great. And Richard tells this story that I absolutely love, uh, which is about when he was, um, uh, he was given a gift by his daughter, and this gift was a houseplant. And this houseplant was given to him, even though he would admit that tending to uh, indoor, fern uh, indoor, um, indoor plants was not necessarily high up on Richard's uh, strength profile. But he got given this, and he decided he was going to keep and display this plant in his office. Now, of course, what needed to happen for this uh, plant to not only survive but thrive was for him to water it regularly. But, of course, days and weeks, and eventually even a couple of months went by, where the houseplant was cruelly neglected and it looked increasingly sorry and withered within his office. But then awkwardly, it turned out uh, that soon his daughter was going to come and visit him and drop in on his office. And so Richard began to panic because this houseplant was looking pretty disheveled and he didn't know what to do. So Richard's solution was, okay, I'm going to pour about three pints of water 
onto this house plan in the hope that maybe that will make up for lost time and somehow revitalize that plan. Now, you don't have to be a gardening expert to guess that what he did was brutally finish off the plan. And so, much to his embarrassment when his daughter came to visit. But the reason he tells that story, and the reason I share it with you now, is I think it gives a picture of what it means to cultivate roots and to cultivate life in our discipleship. Because often, the way in which we go about seeking to step into God's will and to draw closer to him is um, we look for the dramatic moment. Often when we come up to major trials or tribulations or we face uh, big, major decisions in our life, we think suddenly, uh, despite the fact that we may well have, in one way or another, neglected our, our spiritual life, we think, oh my goodness, I need, to, uh, I need to suddenly engage in a whole night of prayer, even though I haven't necessarily done any regular rhythm of prayer for ages. Or we think, oh my goodness, I need to like, do a binge Bible session, and we panic playing Bible roulette, hoping that God is going to grant us a verse is going to make sense of our situation. Or maybe, just maybe, for the first time ever, we try fasting in the hope that being hungry will really help us this time, even though we've never tried it before. And yet, really, becoming rooted like that tree so that we can face these big moments in our life, these major decisions, but also these crises, is not something that happens with big dramatic gestures. Now, God, by his grace, will speak to us in those situations. But actually, what does it mean to grow as a healthy tree planted by streams of water? It's about regular rhythms of prayer. It's about regularly soaking ourselves in scripture. It's about being in Christian community to keep us supported but also accountable. Now, our prayer is that this 630 community would be a place that regularly waters your life of discipleship. Now, Sunday worship can't do that on its own. That's why we have core groups and communities and why we encourage you to engage in devotion as an individual. But this is where I think it's partly, um, there's a two-way agreement, a two-way bargain, a two-way covenant. Our promise as a group is that we will, as a team, um, we will try and create a culture at 6.30 which regularly waters your faith where we try and soak ourselves in scripture, where we build ourselves up in community. But in order for that to work, we all need to buy in. We all need to show up regularly. We all need to pitch in when family needs a hand. And we all need to be willing and ready to share stories of what God is doing in our lives to encourage one another. So knowing me, that probably wasn't very brief, but that's just a glimpse of the kind of culture and community that I'm praying, and, uh, and I want to invite you to pray, that we create at 